Hello, everyone, and thanks again for listening to the podcast that you're listening to currently. This podcast is with Dirk Viburen. And boy, is he a guy. He's so, he's so swell. Um, he was nice enough to let me go backstage at Megadeth and interview him for a short time, which was amazing. But then even better than that, I got to film Megadeth while they were performing, which was a dream of mine, a literal dream. So that was amazing. Um, so if you haven't seen the live footage of Megadeth, check out that interview, youtube.com forward slash behind the kit official. You can go to behindthekit.net and you will also see it there. You can also look at the old Instagram account that's at behind the kit official. There may be a trend here. I don't know. Um, anyway, enjoy. So just wanted to say thanks to Dirk for helping us out with these questions. We are at USANA Amphitheater here in Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, we've got Megadeth up on the stage setting up. So real quick, we're going to ask Dirk a few questions. Uh, so first off, thanks again for doing this for me. My pleasure. So how did the opportunity come about with Megadeth? Well, so um, initially it was Chris Adler, their drummer at the time. He reached out to me and um, uh, asking me about my schedule, and uh, next thing I know, uh, I got a call from management, so uh, you know at that point I knew okay This is probably something to do with Megadeth because they they were asking me if I had some time to talk to Dave and uh, so you know, I definitely owe this to Chris and uh, we, We've been friends since touring together back in I think it was 07 So we're open for a Lamb of God and kill switch engage on a, on a big US tour and always stayed in touch and uh, And Chris has said that uh, had told me at the time that if you ever needed somebody I would be on top of his list and yeah, so that you know, I, I'm, I'm very thankful that he called me <laughs> uh, What's your favorite Megadeth album? Um, I have to say um, Peace Sells but who's buying which is the the, the first one that I got um, at the time I remember I went to a a little a little stall in a little town in France at the time where I was living they had some secondhand vinyl and I saw that cover didn't know the band I just thought this this must be cool and and it was you know back in the day you would buy albums just based on the cover art so <laughs> who are your main drum influences um, well I started listening to metal in you know the mid 80s and um, so first it would be all the all the thrash metal drummers like Dave Lombardo Lars Ulrich, Charlie Benante, obviously Gar Samuelson as well. And um, later on, a few years later, I started listening to more extreme stuff like Napalm Death, Mick Harris, you know, uh, Pizza and Duval for Morbid Angel and Terrorizer. All those bands, you know, Obituary, you name it, like that, that whole scene that kind of exploded in the late 80s there, that was a huge influence as well. And it's around that time that I actually got my first drum kit and started playing. So, yeah. What's your favorite song to perform? Uh, probably I would say Wake Up Dead, just, uh, you know, that's one of the first songs I heard by the band. has got some great drum grooves, I really like that one. But they're all fun to play, you know, it's, it's I see the set kind of as a whole, it kind of covers different eras of the band, and, and every song kind of has its place, so so in that sense, you know, they're all they're all enjoyable, and obviously I'm playing with three of the best musicians in yeah. the world, so, so you know, you never get bored, even for songs that are a little bit more stripped down drum-wise, it's, it's so much fun to just lock in together, you know, yeah. Yeah, we've been here for a while, but you know, we have to wait for Scorpions to get all their stuff in and they have kind of a big stage, so so we can't we can't get in until they're done. So, you know, it takes a while. But you know, that's that's what happens when you're supporting. It's cool, you know, it's it's an honor to be here. It's a great tour and playing with these legends. Can't complain. <laughs> 
Okay, so what music are you listening to recently? Always a bunch of different stuff. You know, my playlist is pretty, uh, covers different styles. I listen to a lot of electronic stuff. Uh, stuff like recently I was listening to a lot of Aphex Twin. Um, obviously a bunch of metal. Uh, actually, New Paradise Lost was what I was listening to last night. That one's really good. Really enjoyed that one. My friend uh, Waltery, who's uh, their new drummer, is a Finnish kid. I actually got to know him some years ago because he was posting some solo covers online. And a uh, really great drummer, you know, young cat, but really talented. And I'm really happy to see him both with Paradise Lost and Val and Fire. So, so you know, it's good to see the, the young generation yeah. kicking ass, you know. <laughs> Uh, what has been your favorite city or state to play? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I really don't have any favorites, to be honest. It's, um, yeah, every show is a pleasure. I, I don't really mind. Like, we've played, last last December, we played a tiny club in New York um, uh, called St. Vitus Bar, which was, like, probably 250, 300 top capacity. And then we play these huge arenas, which hold up to, like, 20, 25,000 people sometimes. So they're all fun, you know, it's different vibes, but I just love being on stage. I mean, drumming is what I love doing. So every show is a blast for me. Uh, what's your favorite drum track you've ever written? Hmm. <laughs> Probably something from the Scarf days, I would say, because that was my first band. You know, we really did the, the songwriting a lot of it we did together in the rehearsal room so it was a very organic process in that way and, and i remember some songs even being you know kind of being born from the drum ideas so i would probably say asphyxiate by scarf is one of my favorite ones because i remember that was the drum groove that i had which kind of spawned the song so nice. so yeah how did your signature snare come about well i've been working with uh Tama drums who makes the snare since um actually mid 90s you know i i um I started kind of early on with them um, when I became a drum teacher in France where I lived at the time. And so we've had a really good relationship over the years. It's a great brand, but they're also, you know, besides making a great product, they're also really awesome in, in their, you know, the way they deal with their endorsees like myself. And so uh, when I joined Megadeth last year, um, that idea came about. I was like, it would be cool to do something special for Megadeth fans. And I just started playing this new snare called Dynamic Bronze. And so I said, why don't we make a signature version? And um, Tom, I embraced the idea right away, and uh, it's a great snare. I mean, I play it live, so you know, it's yeah, it's not just it's something. Yeah, it's not just something that I did just to sell it. It's it's really what I enjoy and what I like, and and uh, I actually have been getting some feedback from people who bought it who really love it. Some um, one of the people uh, today actually posted a video online of him trying it out and being right. stoked. So so yeah, it's it's a great snare. You know, I mean, Tom makes top quality product. Um, and I made a point of keeping it affordable as well. Some signature snares are quite expensive. I figured, you know, I, I come from from uh, from buying all my stuff when I was young and seeing how expensive <laughs> it is to be a drummer. So I kept it I kept it affordable. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. You only made thirty, right? Yes, and there was only thirty made in this first run. It's kind of a test run to see, you know, if people are actually interested. But it's selling really well. So, you know, maybe we'll do more. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you could give any advice to drummers who are hoping to make it, what would that be? Well, if I look back at how it went for me, I think probably the biggest advice is to really persevere, first of all, because it can take a while. I mean, I joined Megadeth, I was 41, you know, I've been drumming since I was 16. So it took a while for me to get, you know, to this place where I am today. And if I had given up at any time, which there were many opportunities for me to 
to be like, you know, this isn't making me any money, this isn't working, I, I quit, you know. Yeah. But my love for music was always so strong that I always found ways to make it work. Even when I had side jobs, other things I was doing, I was also really digging into how does the music business work? Like, what do I need to learn about this? Besides just obviously playing drums is an important part, being a good musician, but there's also everything else, you know, which probably makes up 80% of, of what you need to learn is, is, is the music business. Like, yeah. how can I, you know, understand how things work? How can I further my career? It takes a lot of different things. So I learned about, you know, obviously being a drum teacher. I learned about how to run a band. Um, in, in soul work, I was really involved with managing the band for the last five, six years I was in the band. So it's, you know, that was a big learning process. Everything from making budgets to setting up a tour to dealing with labels, management, you know, all that stuff I learned. So I think over time that started giving me an edge to, you know, how to present myself. You know, nowadays you got the internet, which is a huge um, benefit for young people to, to get their names out there but you really have to learn how to manage that and how to present yourself and how to have a you know a good presence and, and a good networking so it's all these different things that kind of come together to you know you know it's a lot of work it's it's not just sitting behind your drums and and uh, and, and playing you know it's really about the business and um, so I would say do your research you know get in touch with people meet people as much as you can I started out early in, in, in you know in my early early years back when I was still a teenager you know I would go to shows and try to talk to the bands and ask him questions like how do you guys set up the show like how does the tour work you know stupid things that you know you don't really think about when you're young but I was I was interested to find out how I could do that stuff for my own band and and so a lot of times those guys would give super helpful advice, people from like Loud Blast, the French band, you know, I remember talking to guys from Corner, you know, and, and, and those people would be like, yeah, you know, you can try this, you can do that. And so over the years it built up, you know, so that's the biggest thing, persevere, um, dig into everything, you know, don't just, don't just be a musician, be a, see it as your own personal kind of business, you know. Cool. So your double bass technique, tell me about it. Um, I started early on. Uh, I think as soon as I had a drum kit, probably two months later, I added on a, a, a second kick drum uh, that a, a buddy of mine at the time had laying around. And he's like, I'm not using it if you want to have a second kick drum. I'm like, sure, yeah. So, but over the years, um, I've worked a lot on my technique because um, I think throughout the early 2000s, you know, I, I was playing and I could play pretty fast and, and, and pretty consistently, but it was physically too much of a struggle. I, so a lot of times it would wear me out faster than I liked. And so about, I would say about seven, eight years ago, I really started digging into how can I make this easier for myself? So, and it was, it's all about technique, you know, in that case. So I looked up a lot of videos. I talked to a lot of different drummers and, and just, have been working on it ever since to improve it. So nowadays I can achieve the same result with a lot less energy and, and just, you know, more focused effort. So for me, it's it's a fun thing. I love playing double bass. And so it's it's in my daily practice routine. You know, I always warm up before every show, even with Megadeth, I always do warm ups and, and I'm always doing double bass. Um, if you could take lessons from any drummer, dead or alive, who would it be? Definitely Dave Lombardo, just because he was one of my main influences. <laughs> What's your favorite toy or thing on your kit right now? Um, my signature snare, because <laughs> that's brand new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when did you start performing with gloves? So I have a good story in connection to that. We were touring with Soilwork. I believe this was 2005, late 2005, and we had a show in Hamburg. And my hands, at the time, I wasn't using glove, my, my gloves. My hands were so 
beaten up, bloody. I had blisters, both hands, you know, just from, from playing every night. And during soundcheck, I just couldn't hold my six. And I was like, sorry, guys, like, I don't know. I can't, I don't know, I can't play the show. Yeah. So we ended up, our opening band ended up headlining and we just sat on the stage and signed autographs, all because of me. Wow. So I was like, okay, you know, I, I need to do something here. This is not good. So I felt, I felt horrible. I was embarrassed, and you know, I felt bad for the band, for the fans who paid to come and see us. And so at that moment is when I was like, okay, I got gloves. Took me a while to get used to them because it's obviously a different feel. But you know, over time now, what I do too is I bandage like some some key parts of my fingers underneath the gloves, and I also use stick wrap, just because you know, I I, I don't know. I guess I have kind of an unorthodox way of holding my sticks in a way like I maybe not the best technique because I started out self-taught so I was just kind of doing what I felt you know and I never really properly focused on that until you know I was used to playing the way I played so I, I just use what I need now you know the stick wrap helps a lot with the grip as well and and uh, so now I have no more problems it's super rare that I have the slightest blister so cool. so yeah <laughs> do you have like your own signature gloves or no, I use the Tama drummer's glove. Um, I do have signature sticks with Tama, but you know, yeah, the gloves, I just use the model they have, which works great for me, so. What's the worst drum malfunction you've ever had? Hmm, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I remember falling from the stage one time. <laughs> that was pretty That's hilarious. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in the middle of a song, all of a sudden, like, where's the drummer, you know? <laughs> oh my that was That was pretty bad. I didn't get hurt, fortunately. Yeah. But it was it was pretty embarrassing. That was in the early Scarf years. And, um, Is there a video of yeah. that? Uh, I don't think so. It was a tiny show. I don't think there was any uh, video, unfortunately. It would be fun to see. <laughs> now, looking back, you know, at the time, I was yeah. probably not, not that stoked about yeah, it. <laughs> Do you prefer being on tour or in the studio? They each have their, you know, pros and cons. Uh, touring is fun. The traveling aspect, playing live, there's nothing that beats playing live, really. Just the, the exchange of the energy with people is is the best thing, you know. Um, we, I mean, especially with Megadeth, we're fortunate. We always have an amazing crowd. I mean, so, you know, when, when, when that happens, it's just, you know, you just have a blast. Like, there's no way you can't, you know, even if, even if there's, like you said, if there's a malfunction or the sound is something's wrong, whatever, it doesn't matter. You always have a blast when people are having a blast. But um, studio is great because, you know, it's, it's, it allows you to get creative, you know, and, and the whole writing process, recording process, it's, it's something that I enjoy thoroughly as well. And we're actually gearing up to kind of do that now with, with the band. Um, I think this is probably our last big tour before seriously getting into the songwriting process. So, you know, good times. Yeah, I like them both. <laughs> cool. Well, Dirk, thanks so much again. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Hey guys, thanks again so much for listening. Uh, I had a really good time interviewing Dirk and hope to do it again in the future. Um, if you would, share this with your friends. If you got any type of useful information out of it, I would highly appreciate it. Um, tag me on whatever platform you feel like using and let's be friends. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs>